Friends, family, team, it is season 11, episode 3. We start you off with some altered brain. We go into a couple would-you-rathers. Some pop culture. A lot of news came out about Michael Orr. And if you're not familiar with the name Michael Orr, you might be familiar with Sandra Bullock's beautiful representation of the story in The Blind Side. Um, we got to talk about what that all means. Into some MLB, the Cubs and Sox face off tonight. Great. Um, and then Bears, Super Bowl, with a little bit more of NFL that we need to discuss before the season starts. Do you want to play fantasy football with us? Let us know. Wow. Whoa. Let's get it. <laughs> you can come get me. I'm in the we let brez have a microphone <laughs> and sometimes we regret it <laughs> but that was effortless, and neither one of us knew you were going to talk in the intro. Yeah. I oh, I had it. that one in the chamber for 10 hours. Hell yeah. <laughs> you woke up this morning just screaming, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to talk in the intro. I today. was building my own confidence in the mirror, yeah. like that one Paul Rudd movie <laughs> where it's so cringeworthy and awkward. You won't do your own. That one Paul Rudd movie, that's the only way I build confidence in real life. That's, I look at myself and I'm like, you can do it. I swear to God. Dude, for somebody who has been anticipating that, one, congratulations on getting through the sentence. Yes. Because that's big. And two, you did it when I was done and you didn't interrupt me. So that's another plus on your behalf. Because usually you like to just bang, bang. <laughs> Two silver bullets, one shot. That now, was good, dude. I have a question for you real quick. Yep. Do you think that we're going to go up from here or down from here today? I think we're going to hug sideways. All right. I fucking love that. We're going to hug the wall. You're on fire. This is good. Is it Thank the, you, is friend. It, was it the Ebola man on the fucking train? Well, yeah. The way he smelled was so offensive <laughs> that, uh, you know, it just gave me a whole new perspective on life. Do you think that that's possible that you could smell something and it can alter your brain? Obviously, cocaine, but you're 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 fucking <laughs> sniffing that. You're not just like I'm talking about like an aroma going into your nose. I don't like doing cocaine. <laughs> I just like to see what it smells. Yeah, like. right. So I understand that, but I'm Oops. talking. I'm not talking about like. Have you ever breathed through your nose and been like, "What the fuck? Holy shit!" And said that audibly? Yeah. <laughs> I did that today. I don't think I've said it audibly, but I've thought about it. But I'm saying, I'm talking about an aroma, okay? Yeah. Not a substance. Yeah. I think it can That's definitely... That's what I'm also talking about. I think it can definitely alter how you're feeling. <laughs> how you're feeling for, for sure. sure. But do you think it can get all the way up into your brain? Through Cokes. your nasal cavity? Coke certainly does. No, I think Coke gets to your you, bloodstream. You, you brought up Coke way too early in the episode. Well, I, you know, I you write stuff down, you get prepared, and then you're midway through a sentence, and you're like, okay, we have to go off script here for a second. We're out of here. All right. I'm, I'm thinking for the masses, you know? Yeah. I don't just think for myself. You know, 
Oh God! Here's comes the Riding cocaine Riding public story. transit, <laughs> you smell a lot of things. Uh-huh. A lot of them are not good, <laughs> That's and there true. are some that are so expressly bad, and it's new. Like it's completely new. Yes, that's what happened today. I was like, "That's not piss. That's not shit. Holy <laughs> fuck! That is decaying flesh." Right. This guy is the new coronavirus, and I was like, "Put like, yeah." He he stepped onto the train. I'm standing probably two feet away from him. I literally breathed in through my nose, said, "What the fuck? Holy shit!" Out loud, <laughs> and just started looking away like there was a car accident about to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to not dig my nose into my own shirt being like you, your scent is so offensive. Yeah. I think it makes it worse for sure when it's a human being. Cause I've smelt some nasty shit, but when it's a human, yeah. I th- like, I don't know because you probably can connect because it is wh- what I'm thinking is that it was somewhat of a human, maybe not fully human. And he was looking right at me. Right. But then yeah. like, okay, so say you smell a dog shit on the ground. It doesn't smell any worse or better than what you were smelling on the train. But then your brain goes, oh my God, that's a human being who smells that way. That's a person. Yeah. I yeah. think that's what it's makes sentient. it worse. It has Whoa, a free nice. will. Sentient. Yeah. Good one. All right, let's keep moving yeah. while we're hot. <laughs> Uh oh, it's Pat's altered brain. Oh no, get roasted, dorks. Sorry, um, it's not really an altered brain, but I didn't know where else to put this question into our doc. So, what is the f- number of floors for you two individually to not take the elevator? Three. Like, yeah. Okay. So, I, I hate to be this person. I really hate it because I ask the most "Would you rather"s. It's I have to walk, right? Or is this a situation where... No, no, just like... Oh, uh, one. One? If the elevator's working, one. No, two. Fine, two. Yeah. Two. Okay. So the reason this question, like, gets brought up to me a lot... Well, comes to my forefront a lot is because the... One, the gym that I go to, there are elevators on the third floor where the locker rooms are, and then you go down two floors to where all, or one floor actually, one and a half, to where like the workout equipment is. And if you walk to that elevator door on the third floor to go down, that means one, you walked to the elevator. Yeah. Maybe stairs aren't your thing. I get that, sure. But you're in a gym. Okay, I have to change my answer because my gym is the same exact way and I take the stairs, but I'm also in the mindset of working out. So I'm like, okay, this is my warm-up. Right. Okay, so four. Four floors. Exactly. So oh, so you're one up in me now? Well, I'm just saying if the gym... Okay, so there's the locker rooms on floor one, the basketball and pickleball and like massage rooms on floor two, and then the gym and everything. Treadmills and shit is floor three. Now, if the gym, like treadmills and shit was on floor four, I'm for sure taking the elevator. Sure. And that's totally fine. The reason, so at FFC, it doesn't really bother me too much because it's two floors, both elevators usually work. But the main thing is, in the apartment complex I currently live in, one elevator's been down for like nine days. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're rocking with a 20-story, one elevator building right now. So that means you're waiting a shit ton. And especially me, I'm on the penthouse, uh, so that's 20. No need to brag. So I'm waiting a long time to like get down 
And if I'm running a little smooth on time before work, like I'm, I'm a little stressed when get trying to get to the parking garage. Oh yeah. So you're breaking a sweat, go, like going down the stairs. No, no, no. I'm not taking the stairs because I'm on twenty and I need to go down to three. That's insane, and I need to smell yeah, okay thank for you work for right? being a reasonable human. Right. But so as I'm going down, I get so our like amenities like the gym, the pool, and all that stuff are on floor six. So we're going all the way down. And this woman who uh, has, like, all of her things to go work out gets on at 8 and hits 6. And I almost out loud go, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Under my breath, I go, what the fuck? Mm -hmm. She can stick it. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like, two floors, you're going to work out. You know the elevator has been backed up out of God. God knows how much. Okay, so, so she's doing nothing at the gym. She's just, you know, maybe even breaking a bead of sweat. Maybe. To feel a sense of accomplishment. And then she's Audi 5000. If I had to go downstairs to work out, it would be fantastic. Right. I like, th- okay. So I came into this and I was a little bit angry with traffic, with work, and a, lo- a couple things going on in my life. And I was like, you know what? Get to the podcast and make everybody laugh and make everybody happy. Now that you just told me that, I'm just going to, I'm back in this angry mode. Cool. If you have an elevator and it doesn't work, you should have to give up the building. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big mindset guy. Yeah, don't, evacuate. If, dangle the keys. If you don't yeah. put it in front of me, I can't be angry about it. But if it's there and it doesn't work, I hate you. Right. Like, I can't get mad at FFC for not having a cold plunge because your gym does. Right. But if it wasn't working seven of the seven days of a week, and that's the whole week for those keeping track at home, I'm going to be pissed. Right. If the treadmill doesn't work, awesome, fine. That's actually a, a plus. Yeah. But if the steam room isn't working, oh, I out. hate you. I'm out. What am I paying all this fucking money for? <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's, in, it's insult to injury because uh, I was chatting with one of the guys who was working the elevator and I can chat with just about any wall. So talking with this guy wasn't too bad. And I think he let something you slip. Talk to a wall. Yeah. <laughs> Fun night. Um, I don't think this guy was supposed to tell me what he told me. <laughs> so I get in the working elevator cause he had to go down to the guys on the first floor. I was like, Hey, so how's it going? And he's like, Oh, this is a, it's a tough job. I go, yeah, you guys are getting after it. Like, is it fixable, hopefully, on your end? He's like, well, they definitely cheaped out on the elevator itself. <laughs> as we're in the other elevator. And I go, oh, no, what do you the mean? The amount of times when I'm drunk He is and biting I say, his tongue to the point of bleeding. Yeah. The amount of times when I'm drunk and I say, I definitely shouldn't have told you that, is, like, <laughs> alarming. Like, so alarming. And that's why I laugh before you even told me. <laughs> and then, so he's he's like, yeah, so um, usually there's this compartment right above the top floor of the elevator where you can fix anything. Now we have to take out the motor that's in there and replace it with a new one because they didn't pay for the other version well those people who own the building should go up to the top and pull it manually (laughs) agreed dude (laughs) so a lot of elevator problems and i just wanted to know if i was being rude for mumbling what the fuck because someone didn't want to walk i have more stories if you guys need more um, no i totally get it i'm on your side but and the reason that i am is like 
sure, they talk about us being the laziest generation. The United States is the laziest country. All you have to do is not put it there. <laughs> That's all you have to do. Yeah. If you want people to not, if you want people to walk upstairs and it's healthier for them, take the elevator away, lower my rent, and I'd be totally fine with that. Right now, twenty stairs a day, probably not totally fine, but I'd be more angry if it was there. Right. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I'm so, so I, fucking sick of people right now. But I uh, so final answer. What if in those scenarios, what's the number of floors? Because mine is anything. Uh, Greater than three. For three, I would still take the stairs. I was, my my initial answer, it's the same answer, three floors. Yeah. Good answer. Sweet. Like three floors as in like two flights of stairs. Right. Each. So yeah. six flights of stairs. Right. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Glad we're all in uh, the same mind. I'll put it on an Instagram poll tomorrow. Brady's altered brain. Whoa, dude. All right. So... My lovely girlfriend, who I also love, um, <laughs> sent me something today. Simp. Um, yes. <laughs> I was like, everything's so negative. Just send me some positives. And her knowing me, she sends me something that says something along the lines of, scientists have found a new ecosystem under, beneath Earth's seafloor. Sorry, I'm not a good reader in the first place. Also, this doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, scientists were stripping back the seafloor shell has now revealed a colorful ecosystem of worms, snails, and chemosynth- hmm. chemosynthetic bacteria, which don't rely on sunlight but on minerals for energy. Scientists found tube worms particularly fascinating, as did I. These deep sea creatures seem to travel underneath the seafloor through volcanic fluids to colonize new habitats. So they require sulfur to survive then? I, Brad's. <laughs> Brad's. Hey, Brady. Just do asking you, a question. I wrote, I wrote down like four good facts. Hey, Brady. Do you <laughs> Those mind are ex- all good facts. <laughs> Brady, do you mind explaining that in the scientific terms that we all know that you know for us? Thank okay, you. Okay, hold on. Let me start over. I'm not a scientist, <laughs> but scientists so, found out that there's a new ecosystem. So uh, first red flag, they stripped the seafloor. That's where I got a little like, what the heck's going on? But I decided to see it was cool instead. I mean, it is cool, but like there's so much more of the sea that we don't know. So now you're just going to rip apart the they, ground? They like did it on accident. Yeah. I think every, they were trying to dig in the sand to see like. Yeah. And I accidentally put $400 on the sky. I agree. So what? The problem is you get penalized and they get medals. Exactly, dude. <laughs> it's Where's an unfair my Nobel life? Prize? <laughs> it's an they unfair get life. grants. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck the medal. FanDuel does give me a 50% boost on women's basketball, but hey, whatever. That's a good boost. <laughs> it's not bad. But, um, yeah, it was cool to see that um, there's these things called two worms that travel through volcanic fluids. And it's just going to show that you don't matter. You matter <laughs> You matter to the people that you love. But your bad day at work, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> There's things floating 9,000 feet underwater through volcanic fluid right now. It's all going to pass. It'll all be okay. Can, can we talk about something that we like? kind of didn't really talk about? Sure. 
We had a congressional testimony three weeks ago that said that aliens existed. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. And that, yeah. Well, if you were surprised by that. Yeah, that dude, the, you literally had, they're like, yeah, I'm part of the Space Force. The part of the Space Force is a derivative of the Air Force, and we have acquired non-human biologics, which means there is sentient fucking life that is alien that we know about, and that a lot of these UFO things may be a part of that. Yeah, but it, it, from my point of view, it's like I've let all that stuff go. Do you know how much shit is underneath what we're talking about right now? All these little animals. What do you think's in the basement of the White House, Brez? Good things? <laughs> Brady, I am agreeing with you. What I'm trying to tell you is that the carbon-based life form, or what we are assuming is a carbon-based life form, isn't sulfuric based or sulfur based. I know, Brez, but this is what I'm telling you. Like, this is how far I've gotten to not give a fuck about what comes out of the news. So and I'm why? not surprised whatsoever by it because this, there's not one. There's a fucking colony of them down there and they're just running the world. And that's okay. Why and the fuck would you care about worms on the bottom of the ocean that we're never going to see? Why would you care about anything? aliens that could... Why, why do we care about anything? I don't know. Now we're getting philosophical. It's not philosophical. It's just real. Just do whatever the fuck you want. Just go light cars on fire. What, well, what do you think is scarier? <laughs> don't don't go light cars on fire. <laughs> Please do not do that. J-K-O-L. But what do you think is scarier? Like sentient life outside of our fucking planet or worms at the bottom of the ocean? Worms. At the bottom of the ocean, underneath what we thought the sea floor, sea floor was. Why? Because who knows? That's maybe where the aliens live. Yeah, one of those worms became Tony Snell. <laughs> what? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Tony Snell is a character we haven't unlocked yet. <laughs> okay, we just started to look underneath the seafloor. What if that's just where the aliens come from down there? Oh, so like Godzilla's, Godzilla's enemies? Zeus, Poseidon. Aquaman, Long John Silvers. <laughs> and you've been to Long John Silvers. Multiple times. And it, How you know, are those what, you know what it tastes like a little bit? Volcanic fluid. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. That's a really good, fun way to talk to each other. <laughs> All right. I have another question, but it's not from my altered brain, even though everything's from my altered brain. Um, since this is coming out tomorrow, we can talk about it. I first want to say rest in peace to Kendrick, uh, uh, Kendrick Perkins dog who passed away today. And, uh, for real, actually rest in peace and prayers to him and his family. There's nothing like losing a dog. Pat, don't fucking say it. Um, but since this is coming out tomorrow, we can talk about it freely. Would you rather be Kendrick Perkins or Nick Wright? And I just, I told you today, I'm in, I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> I can't stand Either of them. And this all stemmed from the Johnny Manziel documentary that came out where everybody from Skip Bayless to Stephen A. Smith was on TV just saying, oh, his dad comes from oil money. Not one of them looked into it. Not one real source. So then I thought back to it. I was like, who are the two least favorite personalities on TV that I have now that don't deserve their jobs? Kendrick Perkins or Nick Wright? So I'm asking you a question of, like Brez put earlier, I won't say exactly what he said, but would you rather be, which of these two evils would you rather be? Kendrick Perkins or Nick Wright? I, oh, I'll rephrase. Would you rather die of lupus or <laughs> Ebola? That's not better. 
I would rather be Kendrick Perkins. For Me the too. simple reasoning that I played the sport that I'm talking about professionally. And if I mispronounce things and sound like a silly little goose, then I get to keep my job because I played. And I have some proof of evidence of knowing the game because I played it at the professional level. I didn't even write I have, like, the foil to that. I would absolutely rather be Nick Wright because everybody that played the sport <laughs> with Kendrick Perkins thinks he is a fucking ass clown. Like, he is... The biggest joke to anybody who currently plays the game and he got like middle of the road contracts and basically skidded his way through the last six years of his career. The last six years, it's impressive that you were able to stick around on vet minimum contracts before like, okay, well, you, yeah, you can be on. done there because you're wrong. Yeah. And here's why you if, said impressive. About Kendrick Perkins, so yeah. uh, thank you for sealing. Impressive my point. for being a big, a, like that big of a piece of shit. That's right. it. Okay, that's it. Impressive. But the answer is Kendrick Perkins, and here's why: Kendrick Perkins talks about basketball. And I'm going to put you in a scenario of yourself, and you're going to have two options, and you're weighing the options of do you, uh, how do you think people are going to view you, and how are you going to get more viewers. Do you think you'd have more viewers if you were on a talk show that talked about the stock market? Or do you think you'd get more viewers if you talked about the bottom of the ocean? Because that's what Nick Wright does. Nick Wright talks about the bottom of the ocean, basically. How? He played what professionally? Nothing. What do you think he could play professionally? Nothing. Maybe tennis. Maybe. And that's an insult to tennis. Yeah, for real. I was just... Yeah, you know, seeing it because he's kind of tall, kind of lanky. Yeah, right. But he's also just like very but lanky, like, like no muscle whatsoever. And his voice bothers me and his face bothers me. This is basically I just can't stand Nick Wright. <laughs> Have you listened to Kendrick Perkins say Moses Moody? Moody Moses. Yeah, you're the best yeah. at that. But here's the thing. Like Pat just said, I'm not very good. He didn't say this, but this was in my brain. I'm not very good at talking either or reading. <clears throat> so if I got to keep my job while still doing that, it'd be awesome. Yeah. It's basically like you guys letting me stay on this podcast. Okay. So <laughs> <laughs> No, we let Brez stay on the podcast. <laughs> I didn't want to say it. Yeah, just talk for myself. <laughs> Answer is Kendrick Perkins. Dipshit with credibility, dipshit with no credibility. I I, I see where you're where you're coming from. Yeah, it's just I don't understand. Also, it all stemmed from the Johnny Manzel thing of how none of these people deserve their jobs. Also Kendrick Perkins, without a doubt, is fucking hilarious. Yeah, but I think it's an accident. It is. <laughs> absolutely it is on 100%. accident. It 100% is on accident. And some of the funniest things of all time are when people are trying to be perceived as serious, come out with the most outlandish words from their mouth hole. That where you're just like, this bit. guy is so fucking funny. And then the guy's like, well, what do you mean? That wasn't a joke. And he goes, it's even funnier now. I know that triggers me a little bit because everybody always said I'm not being serious. Oh, I know. <laughs> Nobody ever takes me seriously. Dude, there's a guy at, <laughs> that I work with and he was trying to tell all of us that we were out of a beer and it was replaced with a different beer and nobody fucking believed him Yeah, because we never take him seriously. Right. And he was like, oh no, I'm dead serious. And then he'd start laughing. And we'd the be boy like, who cried okay, wolf. so what are you... And then I was like, no, he's, 
he's serious. It's a different beer. And yeah. everyone's like, I don't believe either one of you. Yeah, I guess it's probably because when I go out, me and Connor fully spit beer on each other while nobody ever <laughs> takes me seriously. <laughs> Final answer, Kendrick Perkins. Yes. Um, something I wanted to bring up uh, to you guys that's a little tough pill for me to swallow is you guys both got really good haircuts after last week's episode. Was that a slight to me? It was so unintentional, but I could see how you viewed it as intentional. But then you have to think back of, I got my hair cut on Friday. That is more than 24 minutes after we did the podcast. And if I could put those two together, I'd be so impressed with myself. Okay. Okay. I Brez? I also have to do <laughs> What's a professional. your explanation, asshole? <laughs> I have a professional headshot on Thursday. Yeah, and, and I uh, had a wedding. So that he was standing up, and is that different? Is yours more important? No, not a. Well, not that's what you're saying. Bit. Yeah, but now you I literally said also... to me in the car that your your <laughs> professional headshot is more important than anything we've ever done. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I said oh, that. Yeah. Oh yeah, Jackoff. You can't prove that you didn't. Now, now you're gonna you're pressing my buttons. <laughs> you're pressing red, green, blue. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, that's okay. No, but, I'll, yeah, I'll no, press I, I just have to take a professional headshot. It's okay. I'm not actually mad at you guys, but it's just kind of fucked up. <laughs> you know what else is kind of fucked up? Michael Orr thinking um, whatever he's thinking. I don't know. Brez was talking a lot of things that, like, my initial thought on the Michael Orr news where um, he kind he came out and said that the whole blindside story is a lie. And my initial thought is, fuck that family, man. Michael Orr deserves more. Me too. And then Brez started getting logistical with us like he always does. And I was like, fuck, do I hate Michael Orr now? And that's where... cash grabbing. That's exactly where I'm at right now, too. And it's like... That's why... I just want to preface everything that I say here. This situation fucking sucks. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. He was one of my favorite athletes to root for. It sucked that he didn't make it in the NFL, but it didn't matter from where he came from. The fact that he even made it to the NFL was fucking awesome. But what I've read, which is very literally 14 sentences of one article, is that their family had couldn't adopt an 18-year-old. So the only thing that they could do was get him to sign the censorship. Was it it the sounds censorship? like a family with a lot of money and really good lawyers. But I don't know, so I'm not going to pick a side just yet. Does really good lawyers let a kid live in your house for four years? Yeah. I mean, they could do anything. O.J. Simpson's free. Yeah, I mean, Thank yeah, God. That, that that is true. <laughs> uh, you, that, that is like the ultimate, like, yeah. You, you just put me in a mental pretzel. Yeah, 180 what, yards from I get scrimmage. Come on, <laughs> but like <laughs> per game. Jesus, if, if your if your child disappeared for four fucking years and you didn't say anything about it, and then all of a sudden he was in the NFL, I'd be pumped. Oh, sorry. Guess who's home? <laughs> Dad's home. That's it. I knew you were going to be a star, Michael. <laughs> I just knew That's I had to I let like, you go out on your own. I, I, I'm no, Brez, asshole. I get what you're saying. But it, it just sucks. It's like 
it's, I don't know. It's like, do you want, you want to root for the athlete? Of course, but you also have a brain. All of us do. Mine may be altered, but he's 37 years old. He didn't make it in the NFL. As an offensive lineman, you make very good money, but once you start living that lifestyle, once it stops coming in and you're not doing, what is Michael Orr doing? Have you ever heard of what Michael Orr is doing after football? You don't know. So it's very, very, very possible he that he has no money. Too. He, he got two contracts. I know, but if you live that lifestyle, and you were, he was the most famous person on planet Earth for multiple years. And then you do this and you do that. And then where he comes from, and I'm, this is all speculation. I don't know him and I don't know his situation. I don't know that all of his money would have stayed in his own pockets. When you come from that kind of area, you help everybody else out. I'm just saying there is a very high possibility he could be out of money. Like you said, cash grab. But then you also look back at this family and you're like, hmm. It's also very, very possible that they did this censorship on purpose because they saw the money that they... Conservatorship. That's what I said. And because they saw a way, a pathway to make money. So it's tough. You're also saying it like he wasn't cut in on the bread. Like, he was cut in 33% on the conservatorship. And it was mom, dad, Michael Orr. On the contract. But for Sandra the movie Bullock rights. says adopt in the movie. Yeah, I base everything off the movie because Sandra Bullock fucking nailed it. Yes, yeah, so hot. I mean, oh my God. such a good mom. Great actress. Before the movie, <laughs> it was they took him in. Mm-hmm. There was never explicit mention of adoption. Now we're getting into legalese. Now yeah. it's like all yeah. legal terms. Like if if Michael Orr were to take it to court, he'd probably lose. Yeah, there which was is a- why he won't take it to court. Had he had a case, it already would have been litigated. Right, right. I'm and on your side. Like, that's I just where also I'm- I just also want to be on Michael Orr's side. Me you too. Know? Yeah. Dude. Now it kind of seems like he's just not the guy. And did I see a video of SJ getting interviewed? Yeah, where he was like, stool. yeah, and it. This has been an ongoing thing. It's like, oh, yeah, he, that, and oh. he, he put it perfectly. And he was just like, it's been a thing forever, and now it's going to get solved in this huge limelight, which is super unfortunate. And it is. The whole situation sucks. Yeah. We'll find out more. Team Sam, Sandra Bullock forever. Yeah, no doubt. Let's all just agree on that. Yeah. If she gets canceled from this, it's not her fault. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But you know she's going to. I'm so sick of people. Yep, I'm done. Um, I don't know if you guys... So, one of the shows I watched over quarantine was uh, Jack Ryan with uh, Jim from The Office. Very good. And I... Very good show. Just found out season four came out in June of 2023. Shit, I didn't even know it was season two. One thing that's going to really bum me out is that I now need to rewatch the entire show. And all my time is now going to be revolved around finishing that. And if I by the time I finish season 4 if it wasn't worth the rewatch, I'm going to be like you wasted all that time to get technically caught up on a show that you watched two and a half years, 3 years ago for poor KY. I'm going to be so mad when I eventually get a therapist <laughs> and find out that there's something fundamentally wrong with my brain 
Because I've always just thought I was super lazy my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't finish the show. And the anxiety-driven. <laughs> like, hey, you say anxiety-driven in the statement, but you still say, oh, I just don't finish it. I don't finish anything. I leave it all out there, and then I forget about it. I'm going to be super angry when that happens because I have that with 97.6% of shows that I watch. <laughs> Man, I hope Mitch calls soon. (laughs) (laughs) Things nobody said for $50, please. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, season one was very, very good. I thought they got the guy and it was over, but I guess there's always fucking more. I thought when I watched it, there were so many. Maybe there were so many open open lines yeah I'm talking like I remember yeah I don't and that like I almost started season four last night I was like this is a whole night of me just trying to remember what happened in the show I need to logistically figure this out when the last episode I watched how long it took you know what's so nuts what I think about like taking a vacation and not going somewhere but watching all the shows that I have to watch (laughs) Brady What's wrong with us? <laughs> Brady, Brady, look at me. We got to do that. I know. We have to. I know. Like to a to a destination in which there are no major attractions. Hey, honey. Hey, I'm taking sweetheart. five days off. No, I'm talking about this. Is me talking to Anna. No, I know. Hey, I'm taking five days off. Oh, cool. Where do you want to go? Now, me uh, and Pat are going to be in different places. Yeah. But watch the same show for five days. Yeah. And we might also go see the Spire of Salt in Nebraska. Hey, hey, hey. You're not fucking <laughs> This is Well, fuck you, too. <laughs> Brez, if you're there, we're not focusing on anything. <laughs> Brez, I don't know how this turned into like me and Pat versus episode, but I just want to start now and say I'm sorry. (laughs) I don't accept it. Fuck. I'm down. December, we're doing it. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Off air. Off air. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay. Um, You know, it kind of stinks that we still have to talk about this dumb sport, but. Fuck. I got, I got an announcement. To make, <laughs> I, dude, you gotta uh, do it now that you brought it up. I don't. I don't think the Sox are gonna win the division. <laughs> the Sox stink worse than the guy I was across from on the train. Uh. I thought he was going to wait until the exact last moment, which it may be, like, mathematically. But, man, do I envy you for for trying that hard all year. I was holding on to it for so long, dude. Because it was just... (laughs) crying. It was there. The entirety of up till now, dude. Ever. It was always ever there. there. Like, look at, look it at it, dude. It was never there. We, hey, at least we're not the Rays. <sighs> okay. Uh, yeah, dude, press, that, at least we don't have a million dollars, right? <laughs> the Rays are still it, good. Yes, we know they don't have pitching. <laughs> Shane is gone, done, boom, end of the year. The are Rays, you forgetting the biggest elephant in the fucking room? Yes. The first guy they ever pay yes. is now going to jail? Yes, Wander Franco is Donzo Garbanzo beans. I thought he was missing that too, but okay, so. We're not the Rays, but our shortstop did get knocked out, so yeah. who's to blame? 
Right. Um, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, they're playing the Cubs tonight and tomorrow. I could absolutely care less. The White Sox? Yeah. Playing the Cubs tonight? Yeah. Oh. How funny would and it tomorrow. be if the White Sox dug the first nail into your coffin? What do you mean? If we swept you somehow from being, you know, competent idiots. But you don't understand. Yeah, you're not getting it. All I see on the calendar is two more games for the Cubs. I don't give a fuck that they're playing the White Sox. I don't give a fuck if the White Sox beat them. They're not a real team. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, thanks. Um, Let's just, since we're on it, if Wander does get caught with whatever this is, and it is looking terrible. Right, and it's very, very serious, and we are not that podcast. We no. never will be based on other people. We could talk seriously about ourselves, but never about anybody else And in, in this fragile of a um, situation. If there is any talks ever about this guy coming back to anything related to Major League Baseball... I will never watch a game again if he gets convicted or whatever. I don't even yeah, think he like can if he's get found guilty and he was, you know, what's what's what is alleged, we should say. Right, and he won't go to he jail. Was dating a 14-year-old girl. He's a pedophile if that is the truth. I have no idea beyond that. I'm just Basing it off of what I know of the story is that it was a 14 year old girl who was who his her mother told Wander that it was okay to date her and that she was 18 years old. But I don't know how, whatever. That's all I have to say about the situation is that if if you're asking a mother's approval to date somebody's daughter, it already kind of seems nefarious, right? Like that's weird. Yeah. Why are you asking the mother's approval if you're sure she's, like, of age and is an adult? Gross. It'll be the biggest fumble Gross. of all time. But other news in baseball, the Dodgers, eight in a row. Who would have thought? Um, that division just brings me to think about the Padres every single time I see that division. And it's just like, fucking A, man. This is, a, I don't know, the White Sox was bad, but this is this is a bad, bad waste of talent by the Padres this year. Yes, it is. Oh, it's criminal. I mean, they're not going to get Juan Soto to come back after they gave up basically their entire farm system, which is actually coming to roost in, in Washington. Like, the Nationals have had a lot of surprise players, like, come and show out. C.J. Abrams, which was, like, the headliner of the trade, <laughs> looks very good. I mean, on the offensive side of the ball, he's holding his water. He, he looks solid. On the defensive side of the ball, he's great. Right. What is he, 20? I think he's 19. Like, Even who? better. C.J. Abrams? Yeah. He's a young kid. Uh, that's all I know. And they're scrappy, and they win weird games in weird ways. And that It's just, I don't know. You have Juan Soto, Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, Blake Snell, you Darvish, Joe Musgrove. And Fernando Tatis Jr. We don't talk about him. I talk about him. I know, but you shouldn't. Like oh, I, the uh, way that he f- 
like that trade. I don't talk about him because oh, he was dancing in the outfield. You wow. know, you know how how bad it was. I tanked my fantasy team last year and gave up all my prospects so I could get him as a keeper, just so I could you know relinquish that side and be like, I got Fernando. At He's least. still playing well, isn't he? Yes. Even though they're not winning. Yes. The crazy part about it is that he was like, suspended for sixty four games and is still top twenty five in runs. Top 30 in batting average, top 15 in stolen bases, and top 30 in home runs. So he'll probably learn his lesson then, right? Oh, he's already gotten paid. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's producing again as well. Like, he's just going to go right back to old Fernando Tatis Jr. That suspension is going to mean nothing to him. I hope so, too, for your fantasy team. Um, I think that's it. I think that's all I have on baseballs. I still I, think the Braves I are want the off. Rangers to win the World Series so fucking bad. There's I think they're like America's team at the moment. They fucking better be. Yeah. I mean, that team is awesome. They're everything that like MLB wants baseball to be, like lots of offense, high velocity pitching that still gives up some runs because the offense has to come back and score more runs. Yeah. It's what baseball should be. And it's it's the only, exciting. They're the only team in Texas that can now be considered America's team. And the least flashiest of superstars on their team as well. I, I do. Bombi, Adolis Garcia has three legs. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, one more MLB thing before we move on to talk to Mitch. Um, I'm so happy. I want this to be an actual thing. I'm so happy that it looks like Jake Berger's having fun playing baseball again. Yeah, they, there was a tweet the other day. It was like it took the Marlins three weeks to market Jake Berger's name, what it took, what the White Sox had for three years or whatever. And it's just the Marlins are so cool, man. They're yeah. so cool. Yeah, who would have thought, like, to play the guy who's playing well? Yeah. Jazz that, Chisholm, give him so at cool. bats. Luis Arias, my absolute brother. Jorge Soler, when he's not on your team, very fun to watch. Yeah. I practically teared up watching him, you know, like. Get dogpiled on that walk-off? Yeah, me too. Yes. Because yeah. the other thing is, it's like, his smile is like, he was like, these are my bros now. He was very sad leaving the White Sox and like, Watching somebody get sad leaving my team, it just makes you love him more. You should just tell he's just a great character kind of guy. If you get sad leaving that shit pile, you got great character and care yeah. about the people who believed in you. If exactly. You, if you get that sad leaving that sack of shit, piece of garbage, hot dumpster fire of a dugout, loser mentality in the locker room, toxicity all the way you look at it, you did something right. Kind of lost where I was going. I was just, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. And how bald is he, dude? Yeah, bald guys are winning right now. So good for bald guys. Hey, if you're a bald guy and you really don't want to be known as the bald guy, stop taking offense to being called the bald guy. Bald guys are having a moment right now. Michael Jordan, Jeff Bezos, Jake Berger. I was going to say somebody bald, but then I don't know how they'll take it. Go ahead. Jeff Bezos. No, you already said it. I just don't want to say the name. Oh, okay. Jake Berger. Yeah. You already said it. Oh. Michael Jordan. You already said it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know, being bald is a tough thing. But when you when you rock it, 
You got it. Yeah, let me just recycle this. If you're bald and if you're not and you think you got it bad, you don't. Sorry. It doesn't matter. You matter, but it doesn't matter because there's worms 9 million (laughs) feet underground traveling through volcanic fluid. I respect that. All right, let's fucking get this dork. Yeah, like, I get it, but why? (laughs) Sulfur. No. Why are we calling him? (laughs) You can say something stupid right away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Oh! Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I got, I got. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. Bear Super Bowl. Are you inside of a yeah. saw? Are you, are you recalculating oh the matrix? God. What the fuck is that sound? He's inside I of a had, saw right yeah, now. I had to hang up on him. Uh, <laughs> your audio is horrible. Uh, this guy who's unprepared. You can't be shocked. Um, everything that he's going to say is going to be dumb anyways, other than about Justin Fields. So He's got his notes written down when he watched the game. Shut up, Mitch. <laughs> We need to get shut up Mitch shirts. Yeah, shut up Mitch shirts would be great, but I feel like we need to uh, we need to have them. We Make need to blow up himself. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mitch. Sorry, can you hear me now? Yeah, we got you now. Yeah, you're not ruining the episode or anything. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't hear you over the sound of. <laughs> Hey Mitch, first quick question. What do you say to people who say preseason doesn't matter? Uh that's really funny because if you're in Green Bay, apparently it's awesome when you throw a screen pass, but when you're in Chicago, it doesn't matter. Everything matters in the preseason. The last time we had eight sacks in the preseason, you know what happened? We went to the Super Bowl. Wow. Wow. Super Bowl Bears. Yep. So I got to put my hand up real quick. Uh, I was so excited to get on the phone with you guys. I ripped out my AirPods. (laughs) Sweet back. And and I put them in my case, but like the, the, the rubber part didn't close correctly. So it was like hanging out. So it never closed. So I was trying to talk to you guys through my phone. And you guys were just in my AirPod case hearing probably nothing. No, Uh, it sounded like you were inside of a saw. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you were I wish. I wish I was. <laughs> Me too. All right. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Let's start let's yeah. start over. Let's, let's start over. Let's I'm sorry. Joke. We're really quick into that one, but all right, let's let it rip. <laughs> okay. You, so three you know three, what? 129 <laughs> and two touchdowns. That's all that matters. <laughs> so first off, the only thing we can talk about really, uh AirPods. Okay, right here, guys. Uh so the only thing I really want to talk about to start off the bat here is uh, can we cut Vilas Jones Jr.? What are we doing? Yeah, I hear you, but it's also like, let's just stay positive. No. Well, no, so here's – no, I want, I want to start from the bottom and go up. So it's oh, our high note. Okay, we'll do what you want to do. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's my podcast. Yeah, uh, we know. So, like, have you ever played with a guy – in like baseball or softball that is like, Hey man, if you would have just like committed to the, the catch in center field, like you would have just caught it and we would have given up two runs. 
that's Avila Jones Jr. trying to catch a punt. Like yeah. every time he like he ran up there twice and just sat there and was like four yards away and was like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. And when it's like you easily could have got it done the second one, I was like, get away, get away, get away. <laughs> nope, nope. And he just went for it. You well, hate when you're talk. trying to find spots for guys you were high on. Like, it's like, okay, wide receiver tried him, didn't work out, and then the next move is obviously to move him to special teams, and then that doesn't look like it's working out. So, yes, cut him, and it sucks. The, we thought the we only got thing, Devin Hester 2.0, and he's just got yeah. dicks for fingers. Dicks, the only thing he can do is we have to have two guys back there, him and someone else, and someone else catches the fucking ball and then has to hand it off to him, and then he can return it. Like he can't catch. Yeah, he, is, he can't catch like, anything. I, I, I not even COVID. If it was no, oh, absolutely not. Well, <laughs> the COVID's a myth, and the government is against us. <laughs> okay. uh, I knew, I knew <laughs> that was coming the instant he couldn't catch cold in the winter. You know, bang, bang, bang. Um, um, Mitch, I do want to read so, a stat for you before we dive in a little bit further. Well, this was sent to us by uh, Jim Giovannis. He was on a couple episodes ago. Uh, he texted yep. me this for Brady. Justin Fields finishes three for three with 129 yards and two TDs in one quarter of play. If he has that pace during the season, which he will, he will finish with 8,772 passing yards and 136 touchdown passes. Sounds right to me. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but that's Hall of Fame numbers. I think that's, I think that's a record. Uh, I think you and I mean, like, and then we and then we got and then and then we also have to talk about he would be the only quarterback that finished with a perfect passer rating through an entire season. Absolutely. So that's a yeah. immediate gold jacket while still playing the game. I mean, if I'm him, I don't know about you guys, but like, I mean, you just you you just walk into House Hall now and you're and you walk into Can and you're like, I'm a Hall of Famer. Just just give it to me now. I think he should do that like, before the season, though. Like he already that's, is that's a Hall like, of Famer. That's He's like, the best player ever. That's like on on like the first hole when you like when you shoot it like two under and you're like, what's you know what's the course record? Like that's what, <laughs> that's what we're dealing with here now, right? Yeah, and people will talk about that it was a screen pass and then a dump pass. What's the job of quarterback? Let your players make the guy, plays. Like that's just, that. So this is all right. We're gonna dive really into it now. The biggest issue, like all last year, everyone was like. Oh, he's, you know, he can't throw, so he's got to run. He's got no weapons. He's got to do this, this, this. He throws, throws a screen to DJ Moore, who's the guy we traded for, specifically so to put the ball in his hand to score a touchdown. And, like, also our O-line looked awesome running in front of him. That was, that got me way too excited as an Iowa fan. There it is, James. I said it, Iowa. Horny. Uh, and then – but then you look at, like, the Khalil Herbert – touchdown like almost every other t- quarterback gets sacked right there like he he saw it coming rolls out builds more time throws a screen pass which we had going the entire way with how far up the two old linemen were and it's like you don't like you have to like athletic guy just amazing just i'm flabbergasted um but what else did i want to say <laughs> so but he's the best so he's the best give him the, he's in the hall okay wait big thing Dexter Senior, the D lineman we drafted out of Florida, and then Pickens, the Cox guy, they're going to be studs. Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, that mm-hmm. the the Zach Pickens, the dude from South Carolina, 
just floored Will Levis when he got around and and like it was a hard hit. It looked like when I don't know if you guys remember Tim Brasic when he got murdered by that Penn State guy when he played at Illinois. He looked like he got murdered. <laughs> I mean, if we have murderers like that on the defensive end of the ball, then I'm going to be horny while Justin Fields is on the sideline too, and that's dangerous for us Bears fans. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying having murderers on the defensive side of the ball is a good thing. But no, 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 no. But I'm pretty – Mitchell? But I'm pretty But I'm pretty sure Ray Lewis did win a Super Bowl, and he played defense. That's all I'm saying. Mitchell, for and the love of – killed a guy. <laughs> oh Brez, welcome to the fucking conversation, dude. Put the headphones down. Take the lap around the block. Holy shit. Arguably the worst – Thing. Oh my God! What? Well, he actually did kill someone. No shit. That's where we all knew the joke was going. Oh my God! Hey, Brez is looking out for the masses. You never yeah. know what people yeah, know until never- they know. <laughs> give Give Brez another beer. He's too sober. That's why his brain's not working. Oh, it never works. Um, <laughs> Holy I, could, cow. I could tell in the five second delay it just took you there. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Well, I wasn't even talking about actual murderers, but you you guys picked it up. All right. Well, no, Carry hold on. on Brett, Brett, Brett said it. Yeah. Brett said it. Brett, if we're gonna cancel anyone on this podcast, sorry, Brett, it's you now. I want to let oh, you guys. Know. I mean, I'm the, the, guy, the guy that the guy that went to Bucknell is going to get canceled. Crazy. Brett, uh, I promise you that you will not get canceled before Mitch does. I promise. There, there's, there's, there's no possible way. Just look at what I went on. Look at look at all the Red Wings that I put on Twitter last night. I'm canceled before you. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do I well, Brady, you're a brand new, uh, brand new Bears fan. What do you have to say? Do you have any questions? I know you don't really understand football if it's not Tom Brady. So. Let me. Let me uh, cut you right there, Mitch. Um, he's a recent lifelong Bears fan, so please respect. Thank you for cutting um, that off and answering that question. But I actually do have a answer to your stupid fucking question, and I don't have don't any questions. And it's in all caps, and it says, whoops, DJ Moore touches the ball and touchdown. Hey, did you know that guy's good at football? Did I need to go to college to understand that? <laughs> I didn't have to go to Bucknell to understand it, but I don't know. Maybe a community college. <laughs> He's just Mitch, that was perfect. <laughs> but, um, no, that's all I really have to say is that Justin is the best player ever, and then, whoops, DJ Moore touches the ball, and he scores. That's all I have written down. Hey, do you remember what happened the first time that uh, Josh Allen passed the ball to Stefan Diggs? I'm going to guess that it was a touchdown just because we're talking about the first time Justin Fields passed you know, to you know who, you know who, You know who doesn't know that answer? Connor Fall, the biggest apparent, apparent you know, Bills fan. But keep going, Brad. Well, yeah, he's a completely fraud, fraudulent Bills fan to begin with. But, yes, Which it was a long impossible. touchdown. Which is almost impossible. Like, it's almost impossible to be a yards. fraudulent Bills fan. <laughs> I so, think it was 41 not yards. For, not 63 yeah, so, like, like DJ Moore. But so you're telling down. you're telling me that DJ Moore is 22 yards better than that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, yeah. In terms of 
you know, historical catch radius? Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not being, you know, I'm just speaking facts here. Like, that's all I'm saying. Oh, I, I am uh, also speaking facts. Like, in terms of catchable passes that were dropped, DJ Moore has the fewest dropped catchable passes in the league since his rookie year across all of football. That is a crazy Rick. statistic. He's played well, with he said, dog shit quarterbacks. Well, and had a thousand yards and had thousand. He did have Baker Mayfield, correct. Sam uh, Darnold. Thank you with both of them. Okay, hold on. Everybody, I'm just going to stop for a second. The talking over down. every yeah. single person just isn't working. So we got Mitch here. Let's talk about the game to Mitch and stop screaming at over everybody. All right, rock on. Mitch. All right, bullet points. Ready. Uh, let's see. Went through all that already. Uh, Stevenson, <laughs> that DB from Miami, number 29. That guy's good. <laughs> Thank God we brought you on for your insight. No, no, no he but hits. like. <laughs> he hits I, hard. No, but like, he, no, that's Kyler Gordon. Also great. But like, build, like we drafted Builder a couple of years ago. He sucked. We historically draft DBs that suck. He's actually really good. Because I don't know if you know this guy. His name's uh, Eddie Jacks, Jackson. Cannot make a fucking tackle. Yeah, man, brother. Eddie Jackson sucks still. Um, apparently, DJ Moore is good. Brady confirmed <laughs> that already. Um. Oh, I talked about this after the draft, that uh, the Sewell dude, the Oregon linebacker, I was not huge on him, and I also thought he was going to take away Jack Stanboard, the Great White Hope uh, spot. He's just going to be a rotate guy, and that dude played, also played pretty well. Because he's in the NFL, and he's way more athletic than all of us. But he did, overall looked really good. Uh, Travis Gibson, awesome. Man. Player of the game. I don't know if you've ever heard him, player of the game. Uh so, oh, here's my biggest problem. So, T. Scott, the, the receiver we drafted from Cincinnati, who's supposed to replace Dallas Jones Jr. because Dallas Jones Jr. can't hold on to the football, fumbles the fucking football. Yeah. His name I, is Tyler Scott, and he he has one fumble, uh, nine yards receiving. Really good stuff out of his camp. Yeah. No, I would uh, – Brady, are you available? We need a receiver. Whoa, 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 whoa. You know I only play quarterback. And you know that I was a flag football wide receiver. Why wasn't I next? Because I need you for the White Sox. Ah, very true. Good call. Good call. <laughs> you do. You do. You do. You, you going to move to Nashville with you because you guys are moving to Nashville because you're a bunch of losers? Sorry, we're staying positive. Bears, Super Bowl. Bears, Super Bowl only. Mitch, uh, one guy I want to bring into the limelight is Roshan Johnson. Oh, yes. So he officially matches David Montgomery's 20-plus-yard uh, rushes from last season. Yep. And you know how he did it? You know how he did it? One First carry. time he got handed the football. First time he got handed the yep. football and broke five tackles. Yeah. That guy is a fucking beast. I think Dude, this- he He would have played anywhere else. And he would have started anywhere else if he didn't go to Texas. Like, he could have transferred out of Texas and played anywhere. But he's a loyal guy, which is what we need here. Big shoulder pads. Keep going. 
Absolutely. No, I mean, Brady knows best. Uh, once you're a guy's guy, you stay loyal to your guys, no matter if your guys are bad or good. But yeah, Brady I think does this, guys, yeah. I think this rushing room that we're going to have come probably week four of Herbert Johnson and then just the vet, Deontay Foreman, just like kind of being like, hey, Young Bucks, use the speed while you got it because it deteriorates fast yeah you need me to get you six inches that's about all i got if i can stick my cock out then we got 10 but oh you can get you can get 10 inches no deontay for me if i if if we need six inches i need it three times yeah i know i need to get handed the ball six times but deontay Foreman, if we need six inches he can get us 10 inches is what i'm saying so i will say i don't know how much you guys watched uh that homer guy that we drafted we 20. didn't draft him. We got him from the Seahawks. <laughs> Travis Homer. You know, yeah, you know what I meant. Uh, I've had a couple drinks. Let me live my life. Uh, <laughs> he had he had some like real like good cuts like dupes where like the guy I felt like barely got his ankle and that's what brought him around. Like he's a he can he can cut when he needs to cut. Like that's a he was a sneaky sneaky guy. I wasn't expecting for like a pass because they kept saying he's like oh he's a great pass blocker. And then they handed him the ball, and they made, like, three guys look stupid, and I was like, that's not a pass blocker. Mercedes Lewis is a pass blocker. That's not. Yeah. No, I mean, you're not wrong, but the reason I, I, I paused for a little bit is because I just realized that Deontay Foreman is two years younger than I am, so I'm just kind of dealing with that internally right now. Hey, you were talking about running back age. That's okay. Okay. Whew, geez, Louise. I just got so sad. For a little bit, but thanks for bringing me back, dude. And you're, hey, you're he zero tore, in running back age. Thanks. He also tore both of his Achilles. Okay, well that's just <laughs> he needs he needs still, some love and attention. <laughs> He's not good to his family. <laughs> that makes you feel any better. We're not talking about Aaron Rodgers here, right? All right, we're talking about good people. We're not talking about people that hate their family. All, All right. right, Aaron Rodgers is a great guy now that he's in New York. Mitch, yes. How do we not win the Super Bowl? Uh, well, I know how we don't. Well, well, tell me. People, well, people get hurt. I'm, I'm more looking to winning than the North this year. Yeah, well, you're, you're a small goal kind of guy, which I understand. Well, that's because you're a newly found long time Bears fan. I'm a long term, long time Bears fan. Yeah, you, you, and you knew that struggle. Travis Homer came from the draft. And not the Seahawks. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly where it's at. Yeah. Uh, what do What do you think is going to happen? I don't think they're going to lose ever again. Okay. Yeah that uh, that episode Let's, with well, Geo, we really broke it down into having ten wins come week twelve. I was worried about some games this year, and now after seeing what I'm seeing, and now that everybody else sees what I see in Justin Fields, it's like, how do they lose? Uh, one. Well, let's just say if they two, if they stay healthy, how do they lose? Yeah, no. Uh, at Kansas City, I think the loss. Patrick Mahomes stinks. <laughs> I'm on that boat now. <laughs> yeah, baby, come on. Last this is a, year, we are we are an anti anti Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, you have to say the Mahomes because you can't be anti Patrick on this episode. Um. Last year, Brady tried to be anti Pat Mahomes for a minute there, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 hold on!" Now, and, it, and that door closed quickly. Yeah. I was just preparing. 
Yeah, you were an, you were early, and everybody knows Brady. He arrives early. <laughs> Roasted. Oh, sorry. I mean, not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I never come early. Oh God. <laughs> I mean, I I realistically went through the schedule, and it's like non-biased bias is like four losses. That's way too high. Yeah. I mean, you have Bears, Bears at home against Green Bay. Win. At, at Tampa. Win. Sorry, Cliff. Win. Yeah. At win. Kansas City. I'll set that as a loss. Win. Home against the Broncos. Win. Win. At Washington. Win. Win. Okay, so we're at what? One, two, four. We're and four one. and zero. Which this is where we stop. We're, we're on four and one. We're on week. Here's the funny thing. Yeah, we were we went through five games and you said four and zero. You're not dumb. You're just an idiot. Okay, but Mitch, let me ask you this question uh, he before was you trying keep to say four, fucking oh, babbling oh. on and on and on. Is Patrick Mahomes yeah. better than Justin Fields? No, I'm arm. I didn't ask you about his arm. I didn't ask you about his face. I didn't ask you about his brother or his wife. I asked you, is Patrick Mahomes better than Justin Fields? Wow, silence. I got to think about it. Okay. It's the fact that you have to even because of, think. Well, so, so. No, so here's, here's, so, okay, no, so here's, if, I mean, we're talking about a dude who's on his second, his third year with the second system versus a guy that's got Andy Reid right now. I would put Patrick Mahomes over Justin Fields. Yeah, you're bringing up his coach and his system. I'm asking you a very simple question: Is Justin Fields or Patrick Mahomes better? Well, what? A, see, this is our what? What system are they in? What are they doing? I'm not asking you about this, systems. I'm just asking you about two people. Answer the fucking question. Well, well, Justin Fields is a way better human being. Yeah. Okay, fine, fair. <laughs> you're just, you're no, just not, like, you're not as no, in. So, no, no, so like, no, I'm very in on Justin Fields, but like, so my thing is like, if you go back to when we had the Trubisky Mahomes draft, if you were to put Trubisky in Kansas City and Mahomes in Chicago, Mahomes would be good, not what he is now, but Mitch would have been better if he went to Kansas City. So like, of that's, course. that's like, like it's all about where you get. To, like, I would. So yes, if you if we have Justin Fields and Patrick Mahomes coming out in the same draft, in this like, you're taking Mahomes. Like San Francisco was so stupid taking Trey Lance, who's not going to be their third string quarterback. But like now, any I think a lot of people would take Mahomes. So you're not in on Justin Fields. I am so far in on Justin Fields. It doesn't sound like it. <laughs> the only years you're short term, short term, long term embarrassing. So, I've literally been I've bleed blue and orange my whole life. Yeah, oh, I really do. <laughs> yeah, you would mumble. <laughs> I really believe you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we let you go, just let me let me hear how you feel about Cade. Uh. Oh, dude, did you see? He went down over the weekend. I had a heart attack. Oh, no. They did, all right, so, that, like, you know how I was the best college in the, in the world, and they do, like, the wave to the kids, so they do, like, the kids come in and they do a little kid's day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he went, like, he, like, read three, 
and then just took off mm-hmm. in a scrimmage, which you never do. Full speed. I appreciate you going full speed. I love that your balls are little. And he runs like 10 yards, and then he just like grabs his leg and goes down. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to get Spencer Peters again. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and if you want to know how out Iowa football is on Spencer Peters, he is still on scholarship this year, like riding out a scholarship so he can, because he's got one more year of eligibility, so he's like a consultant coach or whatever. He was on the sideline in shorts and a t-shirt. Oh, Jesus! And he looked, he looked over. He looked like a. He looked like a like you have like a fullback that fire is like I can eat whatever I want. Yeah, like, especially with like, like how like, easy it is to transfer now too, and the portals, and the fact that he's not even trying is showing. We had we had we had three quarterbacks under once Cade came in, three quarterbacks transferred out. And he was like, nah, I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. I'm just gonna live it out. Cause he's gonna and then he's gonna go on to Brian Ferentz. Brian Ferentz is gonna move into the head coach. Spencer Peaches is gonna move into Brian Ferentz's job of being offensive coordinator. And then you're actually going to finally see me maybe stop rooting for the Iowa offense. Okay. Last question from me. You have the first pick overall next year. You're the coach. It's Mar- your, it's your Marvin system. Harrison Jr. No, shut up. You have <laughs> the first pick. You're the coach. And Cade McNamara is on the board. Justin Fields is on the board. And Patrick Mahomes is on the board. Who are you taking? You're taking Justin Fields. Let's go, man! <laughs> it's about fucking time. Yeah. Brady really had to walk you through that entire thing. To just rely on the quarterback that's running your entire offense currently. To, 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 take, to take the happiest I've ever been since, like, I don't know, I watched, like, Sasha actually sucked. And then you had, like, the only good part about having uh, fucking Jay Culler was the fact he was like, I don't give a fuck. Like, what's his name? That was a trash fucking OC for us in 11, where he called, like, a random play. And you just heard Jay Culler go, Tell him to fuck off. North <laughs> Turner. That's the best. Yeah, yeah. That was the best part of having a quarterback for the Bears. And now we finally have a guy who's awesome. The best ever. The best ever. The player. best ever. Dan Orlovsky thinks he's he's the guy. Like, that made me happy for the first time in a while. Yeah, well, he's a smart man. Smart man, Dan. Yeah, yeah smart this- man, Dan. He just runs, runs out of end zone. Yeah, well, he was he was concussed. He was no, also he was in Detroit. He was line. trying to run away. Yeah, he was trying to run away from the team. Mitch, before before we let you go, I would you want the draft pick back, or does having a wide receiver core of DJ Moore, Darnell Mooney, and Chase Claypool not make you overly? Bricked. Yeah, that's for lack of a better oh. term. I mean, just, I mean, you look at it, you got like Chase Claypool apparently also has been awesome. Thank you, dude. In the Thank red zone. Like, in the red zone. Like, yeah, because he's, he's a million every, miles every, tall. But like, yeah, so that's the thing. Like, every, but he's doing it again. Like, he's doing it against Jalen Johnson, who's awesome. He's doing it against Briscoe. He's doing it against Eddie Jackson, who we, we know Eddie Jackson can't tackle, but in coverage, he's relatively good. So he's doing against all these, like, our best, you know, defensive back. And he's also catching all, like, the tough balls that he couldn't catch last year. I, like, example, looking at, like, the Dolphins game where they had two guys tackling him and they somehow didn't call pass interference. I don't yeah. know how that happened. 
Yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, like he's getting open and Justin, all I'm hearing too is Justin's putting it exactly where he needs to be. Like there's that one clip too of DJ Moore running a fade on Jalen Johnson and Jalen Johnson almost like tears his fucking side reaching up to try and tip it and misses it. And DJ Moore catches it perfectly and gets two feet down. Like right that's cool. Again, it's, it's, I think DJ Moore is going to just be, I mean, obviously he's the biggest decider of this whole year where like you're, you're just going to have Darnell Minnie going deep. Claypool is going to be like the post guy where you're going to have to put him between two safeties and you're going to have to be like strong and go up and get it because he's arguably the size of the tight end. Thank you have you. Robert Tonyan, Illinois guy. Love that. Wishes he played for the Bears, even though he played for that shitty team up north and then posted a picture of him wearing Bears gear after we signed him. Uh, he's massive. Cole Komet, massive. And then, yeah, Darnum is going to blow off the top. You're going to have Scott blow off the top. We're going to have to hand the ball to Vilos Jones Jr. So we're going to have to do like – it's going to have – like every like giving Vilos Jones Jr. the ball is going to be like the Boise State play. Like that's what we're going to have to Liberty. Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. The one before that was like the – the catching, catching pitch. The fountain of Troy. Yeah, I wish for Velas's sake that after he had a touchdown last year, that we just let him run decoy, and so that the entire NFL would just be like, "Oh man, that guy's a deep ball threat. He can escape and get open." No, he's yeah. Like you know, ne- you never threw it to him, but you just made it seem like it. Right. Once everyone saw him try and catch a ball, it was like. It was like that time where Shaq was on the Celtics and like no one would, and he would like sit behind the three point arc and everyone was like, "Yeah, shoot it!" Yeah. <laughs> like that, that was that was what it was like. So like throwing it to do this. Like when we the coldest game of the year where he ran that like forty yard over against the Bills and like Justin rolled out and dropped a perfect ball and he somehow slid and caught it. I was like, "What the fuck is this thing, dude? Like this is what we wanted." And then the next ball was like a was a was a bubble screen and he dropped it. It actually hit him in the face. Yeah, he's like the guy in rec softball who only can catch it if he dives or slides. Yep. Yep. Um It's the worst. So do you I, I'm gonna die on the hill that the Claypool trade is good. Where do you lie on yeah. it right now? Because, I like the Claypool trade because if you sorry. No, you're going. good. The only reason is because everybody always, like during draft night, everybody brought up, oh, it'd be really nice to have a pick right here. Instead, we have Chase Claypool. And I was like, if you change the voice inflection, be like, oh, thank God we don't have a pick here because we have Chase Claypool. Chase Claypool. Well, and like you look at it too, like his his first year when I think Roethlisberger was still there. Yes. He was awesome. Like – and then he had to go to downs. Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky and Mason Rudolph. As a Bears fan, I want to be super pumped about Mitch Trubisky throwing me the football either. As a Mitch guy, as a guy named Mitch. Right. Uh, but, like, you, but you look at how much we had to play, pay Roquan Smith. We now have TJ Edwards and Trayman Edwards for less than we would have had to pay him. Yeah. And, and, and we, we have Jack Stanmore Walker. and we have Sewell. And we just stole Walker from the Falcons. Yeah. Oh, d- 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 so I, I think I sent you guys. So a guy from our town, Christian Verdon, I don't know if you guys know him, he runs the drunk Ryan Poles account. <laughs> Hilarious. 
uh, and he, he, he was saying that like some beat writer was like, yeah, he's a bust. And I was like, the guy started 13 games and had over 100 tackles and he's a bust? Some like, I'll take that guy all day long. Yeah, I know, like yourself, but I love you, so you're allowed to keep it. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Mitch. Go Tarheels. Go Tarheels. <laughs> so, uh, but I do think, I do think, and I'll be all, I think you hammer the Bears over wins, reliant on obviously field staying healthy. I think you hammer uh, touchdowns over pass, passing touchdowns over, passing yards over. Yeah, passing yards over is lock. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he, he, I think the most he threw last year was what, Brez, I know you're the stack guy, what, 170, 180? He averaged about 182 a game, which was not great. He had the no. least separation in the league and the least time. Oh, he the had league. the, he had the, probably the shittiest receiving core to work with. Yeah. But, but again, but against, I, but against playoff, but against playoff team. He had the best QBR. He did. Mm. I would be mm. impressed if he didn't average between, you know, 225 and 240 a game, like on an average basis. And that that's time not accounting for his legs. Lot, right? Yeah. Thank well, you. and that well, that's the thing too, is they're gonna have to go every team we play, they're gonna have to do the two t- the two DNs go wide. Then you have the two DNs kind of go. They can't go stand up. They got to go like either stand up on the guards or shell outside on the guards. And then you're going to have the middle linebacker that's going, or you're going to drop down a DV that's going to spy. And it's like, okay. So you you pull out a safety and bring in a DB that's not going to be able to tackle him. Or you keep the DB or you keep the linebacker in that can't keep up with him. Like, or you just rush in, and then it's a bunch of one-on-one, and then we're just going to win. You, you, can can't, all day long. you can't guard Justin Fields. You can't. He dominated Clemson with a broken fucking rib. That guy is going to dominate the NFL. I don't know how he dropped. If you have to guard three levels of the field, you can only guard two. He'll Correct. find a way to beat you. Yeah, he's going to. He's either going to run, or what they what they probably should do, and I think what they're going to do a lot is they're just going to have like three to four, and then they're so yeah, you got five tight ends, three, and they're just going to have the tight end sit in for a little bit because of, and then just do a delayed out, and then like if no one gets open, you're just going to shout to him, and then they're going to do it so much in the beginning of the year, someone's going to know that they're going to find JF. And the tight end, and people are getting up and behind that. And then it's man to man. I can even understand that. <laughs> Mitch, I want you to cream Brady, over one Brady, more I'm, thing because we haven't been able to talk to you about it. Yannick and Gakwe. Oh my God. <laughs> well, he dominated last night for me and Madden. <laughs> That's all that matters. <laughs> I knew you've been I, getting I, all I, of your <laughs> you've been getting all your knowledge from Madden. You fucking poser. Not true. Not true. But I did last night. I did uh, when I finally started when I was texting you guys at like eleven and no one was responding and I was just texting, 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 texting. Uh, I also signed Akeem Hicks. Obviously, had to bring him back naturally. And then and then I brought back Robbie Gold. Oh, Thank legend. God, dude. 
I mean, it's, it was the absolute move. Like, how do you, how do you not bring back Robbie Gould? Yeah, the I same way picture, Jerry Reinsdorf didn't bring back Derrick Rose this offseason. Every way I picture your Monday night is that way. <laughs> Bringing Robbie Gold back to the Bears <laughs> on Madden. <laughs> I, got you, I got you, David. You're David Clowney, though. This is, oh. this is Mitch's way of like trying to relate to the astrology girls. <laughs> It's like, yeah, I, I manifest every night before bed. And it's just trying to get Robbie Gold back to the Bears. <laughs> I love it. The, be- the, only, the best part is actually the only worst person under Vilas Jones, even though they said, like, don't cut him. The only person worse than Vilas Jones was Patrick Scales, who is our long snapper. I was going to say, what the fuck? What did he do? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, well, because they're, they're like, oh, do you want to buy, like, by rating? And I'm like, not really. And I looked through it, and it was like, Patrick Scales. And I was like, can't cut him. He's, like, the only one. Yeah. Like, you don't, you don't, like, you don't have two long snappers. Like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, it's so tough. But, you know, maybe Velas can turn it around. No, Velas sucks. He's gone. Okay. I hope he. All right, we're out on him, then. All right, Mitch. Well, you are the reigning champion of the Washed Up Fantasy Football League. You'll be back in it this year. Um, Do you have any messages uh, to the listeners as reigning champion? Yeah, uh, I call dibs on Justin Fields and DJ Moore, and you have to respect the dibs. It's a law. Yeah, for sure. Oh, bummer. I hung up on him. Um, Well done, sir. <laughs> oh, man, that's so oh, good. Oh, God. He's going to call back, isn't he? Oh, I don't know. I think you might respect it. That might that was a power move. He probably I, thinks I, already I feel came bad over. <laughs> I came over and pressed end. I'm going to blame it on you right now, dude. Um, other NFL news, Dalvin Cook to the Jets. I think this is fucking massive for them. I know how obvious that sounds, but, I mean, all you're going to have to get out of him is – only so much when the Vikings asked him every for everything. Yeah, well, the way I look at it, it's like the last time <laughs> that Aaron Rodgers and what's his face, the shitty coach from Denver last year, Nathaniel Hackett. Yep, Nathaniel Hackett were together. Delvin Cook's going to be the receiving back. Brees Hall is going to be the discount. AJ Dillon. He's coming off an ACL injury. You know, he looked like arguably the best running back in football last year. Yeah, no doubt. Through maybe six weeks. Mm -hmm. But lighten his load. You're making a Super Bowl push. Why not have a thunder and lightning? They got it now. Yeah, that's scary. And they also have Garrett Wilson. Right. You're just adding on top to a a team that was already pretty favorable to win the World Series. (laughs) Super Bowl. (laughs) <laughs> uh zeke goes to the patriots i like it i you just you you hear the reports that he's in shape and working hard i just don't know if like he's gonna be a type of guy that bill belichick loves i mean he's just he's he's outgoing he's been in trouble for partying the nose rings and all like lifting the jersey up that's just that Mesh between him and Bill Belichick doesn't seem like it's going to work. I hope it does. I love Zeke. I don't know him, so I shouldn't talk about him like that. Right. He's and washed. Sure. Too many hits to the knees. That means he's going to have a great year. Yeah, for real. He'll probably have 12 touchdowns, but give me Ramondre Stevenson 
at the beginning of the God bless it. I'm going to draft another fucking backup running back instead of Ramondre Stevenson and get fucked again. I'm out on Ramondre Stevenson. Damian Harris in every league last year. (laughs) (laughs) Because of press. Um, Brady, one good thing. Charbonnet is back. Yes. So is Kenneth Walker. So? It's good for Charbonnet to have Kenneth Walker there. Teach him. No, Kenneth Walker's just not good. Yeah, I know. I'm just trying to be... Trying to build Bruz back up. Yeah. Yeah. I've, Except I've made he was, you know, pretty good. Yeah, he was good. Good point, Bruz. Yeah. So was Ezekiel Elliott. Oh. Yeah, except oh. Kenneth Walker is four years younger than him. and Right, but in running back years, that's 12. Right. Oh, so he's 12 years younger than him? 12 months. Yeah, you didn't get it. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Now you listen. <laughs> for for those keeping track back home, uh, Ray uh, Lewis was a murderer. <laughs> he killed a guy. <laughs> no, but I am actively out on Ramondre Stevenson just because I like Zeke so much, and he's ruined me so many times before. And that's why I'm buying the dip. It. We just talked about it for 45 minutes. Week one of preseason means everything for the rest of the year. Patriots didn't look good. Yeah. Saying I'm selling on Patriots. One one guy I wish went to the Patriots instead of him was Leonard Fournette. I think that that would have worked better. Yeah. Because that has, um, what's his fucking name? James White, was yeah. it? That's got James White written all over Just it. Just like a stockier, better Just, runner of the ball. Yeah, and it's like, okay, fine. Yeah, you can catch that ball for a first down. You're not going to get any more yak after that. The reason why James White was so We're successful. acting like Leonard Fournette got yak from the passes that he caught. It was just he played with Tom Brady, who had no time behind the line last year. Yeah, no, that's what I was just about like to right, say. That, he, yeah. he didn't get any that's yak. What, that's what, Zeke did get yak. That's what Brady was just about to say. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> I, I like hearing it better out of your mouth. You articulated it way better than I did. Uh, one other guy. Uh, well, I guess there's two. J.D. McKissick and uh, Kareem Hunt still don't have a home. Running backs are not as hot of a commodity, but everybody wants one. So it's a weird, like, is it a hot commodity? Or do you just, like... J.D. McKissick retired. Or uh, who am I thinking of? Kareem Hunt. Gibson? No, Kareem Hunt and... Uh, Kareem Hunt! No, I swear to God, dude. Talk amongst yourselves for like one second. Kareem Hunt's going to get signed within the next You may be thinking hours. of John Taylor, but he also reported to practice, or well, at least back to Indianapolis. Well, that's today. the thing. They had this stronghold in the running back room for about 12 minutes, and then now they're just all dispersed and signing for less money no, than dude. they wanted. J.D. McKissick, this thing that I read on uh, CBS that was posted today, is that J.D. McKissick... Um, who celebrates his 30th birthday on Tuesday, could help fill in the void. And then the team was the Vikings that they were talking about. So they were talking about Kareem Hunt to the Commanders and Leonard Fournette to the Colts. And then it was J.D. McKissick to that the Vikings. already two shitty backfields that I want no part of even worse. Fair. Like, J.D. McKissick's pulling the old snip snap, <laughs> snip snap, snip snap. Yeah. Retire, maybe not. I'm back. Yeah, I am. Uh, we'll do a quick little fantasy thing. And by quick, I mean it, it'll actually be quick. 
Uh, Jonathan Taylor's stock is still falling. Devontae Adams is somehow now still falling because he's vaguely very dressed, like drastic, slight, got injured, and doesn't want to be in Vegas. Nobody knows like the extent of the injury yet. They said it's nothing serious. He hasn't practiced in more than a week and a half. Yeah. That's a little concerning. I think their head coach legitimately said it's nothing crazy. Yeah. Nothing crazy serious. <laughs> yeah. I, which sounds so awful. Scary. It yeah. sounds terrifying. I will yeah, have he's a not list. Paralyzed or anything. <laughs> I will have a list next week of all the players that you're mentioning, plus more that I will for sure be drafting, even though I absolutely should not. Yeah, well, you're taking Sam Darnold and Justin Fields with your fourth pick. Yeah. No, first first, first round. Pick. Sorry, sorry, sorry. See, like you guys think I'm crazy, but I'm, I'm going to show you. Now if Brady you. gets the fourth pick, it's all it's all up in flames. Well, if I don't get two picks, I'm not. I'm ruining the draft. I'm taking the board. I'm taking the software, and I'm shoving in the garbage. Well, here, here. I will let you know. If you take Justin Fields in the first or second round, I will give you Sam Darnold. Yes. All right, cool. I'm in. Yeah. But it has to be in the first or second round. I took Jonathan Taylor and Russell Wilson in the first four rounds last year. I don't... (laughs) I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I don't give a fuck, dog. Let's go, Bulls. Yeah, let's do it. Stay hydrated this weekend, y'all. It's going to be a barn burner out there. Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Feels so good. Thanks to Mitch for coming out. Feels so good. Peace, love, and happiness. Hear from us next week, y'all. Feels so good. Feels so good. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shorty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the block cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. I break rules and race roofs. It break goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music. And ain't loose, homie. Fall back like I down. Okay, I gotta go ride it out, la-dee-da-dee-do I feel fucking awesome Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Fall back like I don't Okay, I gotta go ride it out, la-dee-da-dee-do I feel fucking awesome I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb, oh lord Won't quit till it's all mine, on oh God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I get down Ever since I focused on my mindset Get it, get it, good, good.